Hi, this is Carol Miller from iHeartRadio's Q1043 in New York. On this podcast, we give you a taste of authentic local British radio with our friends, presenters Nigel Pierce and Alan Thompson and their Groove Britain programs. This time, Nigel goes in-depth with Bruce Watson, originally from Big Country, who has a new collaboration, including his son, called WKW, on this edition of UK Radio. Ah, well, if you remember the 80s as being something different from that computerised electronic gibberish, I do. That song shows you and tells you what it's all about. Big Country. And Steel Town. Quite ostensibly, they're best-known tracks, but uh, I'm going to talk to somebody on the line that may have a different opinion. I hope he's not going to fall out with me, because it's none other than Bruce himself from Big Country. I'm going to say, first of all, good day to you, Bruce. Good morning to you, and no, I'm not going to fall out with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That, that's not good. at the moment, anyway, maybe later on, but not at this moment in time. <laughs> now, look, now, look, all I'm going to say, just because you've got your Scottish heritage, don't, don't, don't go declaring UDI on me, because I can't take it. Yeah, I, don't worry, I won't, I won't put the head on you. Good, 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 good. Steel Town, now, that's a track that is synonymous with uh, Big Country. I think it's fabulous, and, and you obviously heard it there, being as one that played on it and played with it and, and is still playing with it. Um, but it's a track that really does stand the test of time, doesn't it? Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, we're, we're still um, playing it in our set today. Um, we've been out um, celebrating the, the anniversary of the album, you know, so we've been um, playing a lot of tracks from it, and that's uh, one of the highlights. It is fabulous, fabulous. And it was, it was a spellbinding recording when you did it. It just seemed to go against, as I said, all this electronic computer gibberish. Um, and yet they did make some good songs in that field. But well, well fun, funnily enough, it was one of the first uh, digital albums that yeah. um, well, we certainly did. It was when um, digital recording came into it, when it was in its infancy. And um, we went across to Stockholm to record the album at Abba's studio with uh, Steve Lillywhite. And it was, um, like I say, it was one of the first digital desks and one of the first digital tape machines. And we had nothing but problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. But where I was coming from, from a listening yeah. point of view, was that you, yeah. didn't, you didn't hit a note on a keyboard to get a ringing bell. Or you didn't hit a Definitely note. Not. Definitely not. Definitely not. It was hit, all played. That's right. Yeah, you, you, were the, you were the shining example of what uh-huh. I consider to be, in the 80s, of course, um, that uh, you were a band. Um, if you heard guitars, you heard keyboards, you heard uh, acoustic guitars, you heard drums, it was all played by the man. It was all played. That's all it. played. That's yeah, t- there, was, there, was, there was no computers involved at that time, I can assure you. Then I'm not wrong. <laughs> now, no. um, you are still a very busy band, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we're um, just getting ready to... We've, we've had a month off, actually. January's always a, a dead month for us anyway. So we've kind of... We've had the month off and um, travelled down to Minehead tomorrow to do a show down there and then off to London to get our visas to go to America in February. So we'll be out there for a week. Well, that's fabulous. Um, and uh, I'm going to put through your agent, through Dave, I'm going to put you in touch with Carol Miller from uh, Q104.3 FM in New York. Good old Carol Miller, 50 years young and an American radio. She wants to have a chat with you. So uh, that'll be coming through oh. to Dave and hopefully giving you a bit of a push in the good old Uncle Sam land as well. 
Oh, good stuff, good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Well, there you go. I'll, I'll put it in touch with her so she can contact Dave. She can get all the dates, work it out whether it's a phone or a, or a personal. I'll leave it up to them. But uh, no, that, that's great. Now, talking of albums, um, and obviously uh, Big Country's output, as a listener, now this is something I've always wanted to ask a band such as yourself. As a listener, not a performer, where do you think Big Country stand today? Because I actually have got my own views, and I still think they're a very important part of the music industry. But you may disagree. I know you're working, but you might disagree. Because as a listener, not as a player, where do you think they stand? Um, it's kind of hard to, hard to answer that. I mean, I still think we, we're, we're predominantly, we, we are a live band. Um, we don't record as much these days, um, but we, we, we're out there gigging um, most of the time and all we do as musicians is um, put on the, the best show that we can um, and we, we, we treat our audience with respect as well so we, we, we go out there and we play the songs kind of verbatim as how they were done back in the original days and um, we, we, we just continue to do that I think you've hit upon a very important point there and that's that, that then? You do them as they were done. You don't mm. rejig or re-envisage or regurgitate is the phrase. If it was like that track Steeltown, if I was, you know, come to one of your concerts, that's how I would hear it. As it you'd, was hear it, you'd hear it. You would hear it pretty much, pretty much um, like that. Yeah. And that's great. That's great. That shows the hallmark of a great band, great output and great material and you've answered my question to the point because uh, it's very hard when you're listening to your own stuff and you've been part of it all these years you know it must be sometimes a bit surreal to keep listening to it yeah um, it's, uh, it's a weird one every time we come around to um, um, working on a material that we've done in the past obviously we've done the first three albums in their entirety now uh, whereas back in the day we we didn't do all those songs, so we, we, we kind of do do a lot of that stuff now, like um, key album tracks and B sides and stuff that we've never done before, and it's it's almost like a a jigsaw puzzle, you know, trying to sit down and work out those guitar parts and relearn the songs, and you know, but it's like a it's not a frustrating jigsaw puzzle. It's very when you get to the end of it, it's it's so much worth worthwhile doing it, you know. Yeah, I can I can understand. As I say, I was I was hoping to come to you last time. You were in Norwich. It just couldn't be done because things yeah. happened. But next time I can't. I, next time we come back to this. Yeah, day. yeah. I heard you were having your hair done that night. Oh, you're so lovely. Yes, yeah, nice platinum blonde. You know, with twiglets and oh. curls. You know, <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah, like myself. Believe that you believe anything. Now, um, you are a busy man though, because I've got a copy here of your newest album. WKW Men of Steel. Now, yeah. um, love the cover. Um, I love the idea with the knights in shining armour and the roses coming out of the head and the mouth. I think that's very sweet. Um, oh, it's very, very, very good. Now, this album, we're going to play a track or two in a minute, but uh, it's a different kind of concept, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, basically, this album, WKW, is um, the two W's stand for Watson Watson, which is my son Jamie and myself, and the K stands stands for Thomas Kerchival, who's a, a good friend of ours out in America. Um, Tom runs a, a big country podcast site, and we've been um, collaborating for a few years now. Um, whenever Tom's done his, his um, podcasts, 
Jamie and I have sometimes recorded just like just for fun, just little pieces of music that we've made up um, and sent them to Tom, and he's used it as part of the show, like intro music um, or incidental music. And McKenzie has been speaking on and off the past few years about collaborating. So about two years ago, I sent Tom um, a couple of ideas that Jamie and I had been working on. Um, they were unfinished. And uh, just as an ex- experiment, Tom said, well, you know, I'd like to, to finish them off. And so he, he, he added guitars, came up with some vocal lines and some lyrics, uh, sent them back to us via the internet. And then we kind of embellished it, worked on it a bit further, sent it back to Tom. And we, we had enough songs to do this little EP, which we called Hands Across the Ocean, basically because Tom's over in America and, we, and we're over here. We kind of nicked the title from the Long Good Friday. Um, and we put, put them up online and it got a um, really good response so we kind of thought well you know we're, we're kind of in that mode now so why don't we record an album so two years later just because of everybody's work schedules we've managed to um, complete that album so it's out now and like you say it's, uh, it's called Men of Steel and the group's called WKW now, if you had to pick a track, and I'm asking your advice now because I've listened to the album, but it takes me two or three times to get into any album, you know, whether it's hits or whether it's commercial or whether it's what I call um, connoisseur music. If I had to pick yeah. an album now to introduce people to the best part of it, which one would you be? Oh, top of my head, top of my head, um, Rose Red Sunset, I think. Right, well, I'll tell you what to do. While I'm saying to you, it's amazing when you go live what you can do. I've picked on Red Rose Sunset, and uh, would you like to introduce it, and then I'll play it for you, and everybody else that's out there as well, Bruce. Yeah, this is Rose Red Sunset by WKW. There we go. There's a major segment of uh, Rose Red Sunset. Um, a very accomplished track, that, Bruce. Um, I do like it. I think it's a fantastic eye-opener for the album. And uh, my hat goes off to you, sir. Thank you very much. What made you mix the orchestra this time? Because you've still got that little bit of big country backing, yet you, you, you've not solemnised it, but you've made it very serious, yet you've made it very atmospheric. It was, you know, that's a complete difference from Steel Town and anything of the other stuff that you've done. Um, I think, you know, what made you sort of go for that approach? Um, just um, <coughs> experimenting, you know, it's like, Obviously, I don't want to stay exactly where I was all those years ago. But um, as you say, it's still got that kind of big country feel to it, only because big country is the... I I sound like I'm in big country because I was in big country. Yeah. Uh, And it's all that um, I can sound like um, with my guitars. But um, we just wanted to experiment with, as you say, bringing in different orchestral sounds, maybe making it a bit more contemporary. And you've got to remember as well that um, WKW isn't a live band. It's a it's more of a, a recording band. Um, just 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 due to geo, geographicals, um, like I say, Jamie and I are over here in Scotland, and Tom's over in America. And yeah. you know we communicate quite a lot. It's either done you know via Skype or 
or email. So at the moment, we've never played these songs live and it's probably going to be unlikely we're going to get a chance to play them live together. Although that's not to say that in the future that we, we might we might actually do get together, you know, if we're, you know, we might get, if Tom comes over to the UK or if we go across to America and meet up with Tom, it would be great to maybe do a couple of those songs. Fantastic. Now, I think the the album is a quantum leap. I mean, maybe I take it um, and there's nothing but comparison and a praise for you. You, you become a little bit of revolverish with the Beatles because they gave up touring and they went into the studio you've just said exactly the same thing this isn't a live band this is a studio album so therefore yeah. you know and there is a big big difference um in it and I actually think and it's all to your credit all to your credit that um you've actually gone into the studio whether it took weeks months or whatever you've actually come out with something that is extremely polished and uh, that is to be nothing but applauded. Yeah, well, a lot of that has got to do with um, Tom over in America. Um, Tom basically produced the, and over, oversaw the whole thing, um, and he was quite quite meticulous, you know. Um, so, so hats off to Tom for, for all that, that care and attention that, he, that he's taken in doing it. Well, you had a big part in it as well, you know, so uh, credit to you as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of think it's... Uh, you know, three ways, you That's know, right. between Jamie, Tom and myself, it's all, everybody equally contributed and, um, <clears throat> you know, every idea was explored, yeah. good or bad, you know. It was, you've done, a, anyway, as I say, on that one you've done a fantastic job, we'll have another track in a minute, but I've also got to pay praise to the people you had with you, Colin Berwick on keyboards, Alex Plode on bass, and Baby Lola Watson, percussion, and, yep. um, you know, those people must have worked extremely hard with you as well, I must have felt, you know, that a bit of what you did rubbed off on them, then vice versa to you, was that not the case? Yeah, well, well Colin Berwick, to go through the, the different members, Colin Berwick uh, was basically the country's keyboard player for a while. Um, he specialises in um, Hammond organ um, and piano, so he put on a, a couple of tracks. He's based down in um, Melbourne, in Australia, just now. Uh, so we sent the music over to him, and he played on that. Uh, Alex Plode, uh, which is obviously a joke name, is the, the sort of punk rock name for Bill Simpson, who's the right. original bass player in the Skids, and still is the bass player in the Skids. Oh, I bet this, we've had somebody from the Skids on our show, so we're very pleased. There's a link there. It's a couple of years ago, but we had them, so great stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, Bill, Bill basically played on a song called Nation White, which um, Stuart Adamson wrote um, for the Skids way, way back in the early days. It was never released. Um, they never recorded it properly, but I got hold of a demo, um, and the song Nation White, which is on the album, is like my sort of tribute to the Skids. So it was great getting Bill back to play bass on it because he played bass on the original. Plus, it was cheap and available. He lives <laughs> on the, <laughs> he, plus, he, he just lives about five minutes along the road from me as well. Well, that's, um, yeah, it's like it's like the old joke, isn't it? He said, the "Bloke says, can you do this?" He said, "No." Can you do that? He said, "No." But what makes you a handyman? It's a live around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Bill was a great bass player, and he was quite quite happy to do it. And little baby Lola playing percussion was basically she wasn't even born at the time. That's Jamie's. Yeah. Um, daughter who was just born six weeks ago and he was at the uh, the scan and he, he showed me the scan on his phone and you heard the heartbeat and apart from it being absolutely amazing he and my, my granddaughter um, I kind of thought hold on a minute that 
sounds like drums. We could, <laughs> we could use that as a percussive yeah. effect. So Jamie, Jamie obviously got um, permission from his wife to, to use it. So oh. we, we, we stuck that at the start of um, one of the songs. Right, I know you're busy and I want to try and get another track in. So pick us another track, my friend. What would, what would you like now for, for the listeners to whet their appetites with? Oh, top of my head, there's a song called Edison's Last Stand. There is, and that's the first track, and that was the one I had teed up to start with. But uh, if you believe that, you believe anything, because it, <laughs> it happens to be the truth, because I've got somebody in the studio that's not only said at the same time. So there you go. Let's have a bit listen to a bit of Edison's Last Stand. We'll have a few more minutes, and then we can let you go and get your visa photograph. So hold on for a minute, Bruce. Okie dokie. <laughs> Well, there we go, a large chunk again of Edison's Last Standard. I've got to say, Bruce, that is right back to the basics, isn't it? It is indeed. It's um, It's got a good sort of punk rock thrash to it. <laughs> it's got a big country whack, I think, with as you say, with a little bit of punk thrown in as well, because I wouldn't have put you as a punk band. No, uh, no, no. But you've got a little bit of influence there. Well, you've played two tracks this morning that exemplify what I've tried to say, is that you've got an album here that has so many facets so many um, spheres of influence that uh, I wouldn't say it's hard to describe, but I think I'm expecting great things of it for you. Oh, thank you very much. No, like I say, the, the three of us are really pleased pleased with it, you know, and you never know, we might, we might continue to do some more in the future as well. Well, you have to keep us informed of that. Now, where can we find some information about you and the album and uh, your various tours and bits? Can you, will you do the 30-second commercial for us? Well, we kind of, everything's done online nowadays, and we, we tend to use, uh, rather I don't, but I've got somebody who, who operates it for me, we tend to use the the Big Country um, Facebook site, which um, there's no way I can remember the address, but it's, it's basically it's official Big Country Facebook page, and the WKW1's got its Facebook page, and Tom has got a great site called The, the Great Divide, which is a Facebook page yep, as well, and you right. can hear all these wonderful lengthy podcast that um, Tom does that are um, very informative and uh, anytime I need some information on my own band that I forgot I tend to go on to Tom's site because he's got, he's got everything there well can I say first of all I know bearing in mind the time in your visa photograph can I say first of all Bruce half an hour's gone already it really has gone that quick it's very nearly 10 to 11 because you came here just after 10.20 it's been a fabulous talking to you I mean as I say not being funny there's no word of a lie I think the album is terrific um, thank I, you very much I really do I mean as I say, music is a multi-orientated thing. You haven't got to like a particular type to the detriment of everything else. But if no, you, definitely not. You know, but if you can spread your wings um, and enhance other genres, I think, you know, that makes a great situation. Mm. I mean, I'm a Beatles fan. Uh, I love the Beatles. Yeah, um, I love the Beatles as well. Um, and they are sitting at the top of the tree because there's so many facets through their music yeah. that have gone through others. Country, reggae, soul, orchestral, acoustic, you name it, rock and roll, R&B. They actually tip themselves through it. But, you know... It's because I'm a Beatle fan that it's opened my heart to other areas of music in a far more open way. 
and uh, you've come through that gate now, um, especially with this uh, with this album. And I say I do love Rose Red Sunset. I think that is a track that I would not have expected of you. So ah, uh, oh, see, right, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm yep, yep, I've got you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's not your usual cup of tea or glass of whiskey or whatever you want to call it. You know, um, it's something different, and that is why you're to be. You know, this album's to be applauded. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Well, I know you've got to go, um, and I'm sorry you've got to go. Maybe, hopefully, you'll come back. Um, and as I yeah, said, definitely, definitely. And if you do come to Norwich, I did say to Bruce, we'd love you to come into the studio. So if you can let us um, let us know, um, obviously, I'll book the big studio, and we can do an acoustic set or something, or you can do a couple. Yeah, of... just get get in touch with Dave, um, and uh, I'm sure yeah. that now can I'm... pop in. Right, I'm going to play out with a track of yours, and again, it is a big country track because I've done two and two. So what I'd like you to do is uh, hopefully take our good wishes, our best vibes for your tour of America and for the album, and I'd like you to introduce your big country band and Chance. If you could do that for me, and I will let you go very quietly while the track is playing and you can get on with the rest of your day. Okay, dog, this is Big Country with a song called Chance. Thank you very much, Bruce. You have a great day. You mind how you go. Will do. Have a good one. And you. Thanks for, thanks for the time. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. What a great interview there from Bruce Watson. WKW. With Big Country. Taking a chance. You're listening to Future Radio 107.8 FM. Nigel Pierce at the helm for Groove Britain. That was Nigel Pierce. Speaking with Bruce Watson from Big Country. You can hear Nigel along with Alan Thompson on their Groove Britain programs on futureradio.co.uk at 3 p.m. GMT on Sundays and at other times on Community Radio Swindon and Radio Stockton. Check their websites for times. And you can hear more authentic British radio next time here on our UK radio podcast. U.S. production by Paul Logos for PLX Mastering. And this is iHeartRadio's Carol Miller from Q1043 in New York. See you next time here on UK Radio.